Hi everyone, thanks so much for joining us here today for the Spirit Anchor YouTube video series and the Anchor.fm podcast series. My name is Kristen Schmidt-Dykes and I'm so excited that you've joined us. We have a very special guest today, Walter Van Verschier. He is a minister and teacher for A Course in Miracles. Hi Walter, thanks so much for joining us here today. Hi, thank you for having me, Kristen, thank you. Um, I was hoping that you could tell our listeners and our viewers a little bit about your background, who you are, and what you do. Well, uh, as you say, I'm a teacher of A Course in Miracles, and uh, my background is actually, I'm, uh, I'm from Holland, and uh, I was a law, I'm, I'm trained as a lawyer, uh, well, a long time ago, and uh, at some point uh, I came across A Course in Miracles, and uh, that uh, meant a dramatic shift in everything that happened to me, so... <laughs> Uh, I could I, I could tell you a little bit about the story. Uh, I was a lawyer and uh, I was already looking, um, I must say, at some spiritual stuff at the time. It was in 1988 or something. I did some workshop on, on self-improvement and that sort of thing. And uh, that's also how I met my, met my wife. And um, at some point, uh, my wife had just came back from India she was with uh, uh, Sai Baba at the time, and we thought we, got, we were going to have a career with uh, Sai Baba, but that, that didn't pan out. Um, and at some point, uh, my wife was sort of looking everywhere, and I was working. I was a corporate lawyer. And uh, one day, uh, I was in the office, and my wife called and said, hey, I'm, I'm here uh, at some, some guy, and I... I discovered uh, a course in miracles, and I said, "Well, that sounds that, that sounds fun. Uh, I, I'm always interested. Was always, always interested in some form of magic, so I thought that sounds good." And so when I came home, uh, she had this green book. It was green at the time. It was the Penguin first Penguin edition, and um, uh, it was the, it was a course in miracles, and we started looking at it, and we started reading a little bit in it. We had no idea what it said, literally z uh, zero idea what uh, what it said. But um, and uh, but it was very obvious uh, to us that uh, we started with that that there was something there, and it was very obvious. And so we immediately that was actually the first thing that we did. We started to do the workbook. Of a Curse of Miracles. We had no idea that there was a whole world behind this book at the time, but we just, uh, maybe intuitively, I don't know, we started uh, with lesson number one. And uh, the problem was, of course, we had one book, so uh, we had to run to the bookstore to get another uh, copy. So we all, we both had our own copy. And this is how. Um, how it actually started, that uh, we, we, we started to do the workbook lessons on a day-to-day -day basis, and uh, it, it, uh, we began to read the text, sometimes together, sometimes alone, uh, and began to discover um, the, yeah, the, the, amazing, the, the amazing reason, reason reasoning argument that A Course in Miracles is presenting us with uh, in uh, towards a, a new way to think, a new way to to see. So yeah, what so what happened next? Uh, so we we were doing a course in we were doing the workbook uh, for for a year and uh, about a year, and so gradually we came 
uh, I don't think the internet was so uh, was so much around at the time, but we discovered that there was a whole world behind the Course in Miracles. That actually there were a lot of people practicing it. There were groups everywhere, even in Holland. Uh, there were uh, teachers uh, around who were sort of beginning to teach it. And um, at some point, my wife it was always my wife because she frankly was my guide in this whole thing. She discovered uh, somebody who had written um, uh, that there was a place here in, in, the U in the United States, in Wisconsin, which was called the Highway to Heaven. And, uh, and she said, uh, that's where we have to go. And so uh, I took off a month from work. And so we, it, was, it turned out, and I won't go into it that deep, but we discovered that uh, here in Wisconsin, there was the master teacher. Of, uh, the master, it was an awakened mind who was actually teaching A Course in Miracles in a, uh, in a, in a, in a, not in a different way, but in a completely awakened way. Okay. And, uh, and we recognized immediately that uh, that, that was uh, of major importance, and we immediately uh, recognized that, that we should be there. And to make a long story short, from one thing led to another, and at some point I uh, decided I would not be a lawyer anymore, but that this would be the only thing I do. And, and, and so it is. I've, I've, I've been, we've came to the United States, uh, the organization uh, was called at the time uh, Endeavor Academy. It was an, an, again, uh, an academy of people from all over the world who uh, flocked and gathered around this master, this teacher, this teacher of teachers, actually, because he, he has taught us to teach. Uh, that was his only, that was his function, that was his purpose, uh, to be here. Uh, and uh, we came, uh, and the, the, the people from all over the world gathered around him to, yeah, to drink this uh, message and to practice, to learn the practicing, and to uh, experience uh, the offerings of A Course in Miracles in a in the in the most profound way possible. And and that's actually okay. That's that's my story, and uh, I'm 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 teaching and. Practicing a course in miracles, it is. It's. A, it, it, I. I couldn't say it's like a. It's a. It's not a fixed thing. I think that anybody um, who has done this for a while recognizes that it's a fluent thing. It. It changes every day. Every day is a new moment in which, if you if you pick up the course and you have it in your hand, uh, you start from zero and uh, you have new insights, new revelations. Um, and so, so it is with me. So it is with all the, all the teachers. I'm, I'm almost certain that all of the teachers who are now spreading out in the world, mm -hmm. uh, we are now, uh, okay. That's of course, America's international is now is the, was, was the, was the gathering that uh, formulated here in Wisconsin and now is, uh, yeah, the physical presence has developed and evolved into an online presence. And a lot of the people who were trained and with the master teacher at the time have now spread out over, all over the world and are teaching in all in their own specific way uh, what they have learned and what they're learning.
Yeah. No, it's, you know, for me, I, it, like you, I came across A Course in Miracles and really had no insight to what the context was behind it. And it made sense to me pretty quickly who was literally being channeled uh, in these messages. But for the people out there that don't necessarily know the genesis or um, how A Course in Miracles came to be, um, it was first published in 1976. Um, but it was, it's the author, uh, Helen Shuckman, started uh, channeling and writing this in 1965. Do you know much about her and the context of how she started writing A Course in Miracles? And um, if you wouldn't mind just telling us a little bit about how that manifested and then was actually published? Yeah. Well, um, uh, uh, whether Helen Shukman is the author of The Course in Miracles is a, is a, is a much debated question. Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, the, the, there, is a, there are schools of thought uh, about that, but uh, let, let's keep it at that Helen Shukman was the scribe of A Course in Miracles. Scriber, that's a great uh, way to put it. And whether, whether uh, Jesus, uh, for, for, a lot, for a lot of us, Jesus is obviously the author of The Course in Miracles. Others uh, uh, don't want to go as far, but that's fine. Um, the, 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 the genesis of A Course in Miracles is uh, well documented. I have here the book called Absence from Felicity by, uh, by Ken Wapnick, which is uh, a very uh, recommendable read if you're interested in to read the background of A Course in Miracles. As it, as it, the genesis, you could say, is she was a clinical psychologist in New York. And uh, she was working with uh, her, uh, a colleague called uh, Bill Thetford. And Bill Thetford uh, and she, her, they were working in a, in a, in a, in a universe, in, a, in an environment with people. And it was a very, according to what they said, a very negative uh, environment. And they, uh, they, they looked at each other in a wrong way and it didn't flow at all. And so at some point, uh, uh, Bill uh, Thetford uh, apparently uh, ushered, uttered the, um, the famous words now, there must be another way, there must be a better way. And on the heels of that, and there's a whole story behind it, what happened to Helen, uh, all the metaphysical stuff, there's all sorts of medical, physical stuff that happened to her, uh, dreams and visions and, and that sort of thing, at some point, uh, there was a point where she uh, said, Bill, I have to tell you something. Something is happening to me. I don't know what it is, but I'm hearing this voice and it's telling me, uh, this is A Course in Miracles. Please take notes. And, uh, and I don't know what to do. And she was uh, actually, Helen Schuchman, throughout the whole process, was actually uh, very much afraid of what she was hearing. Uh, she was not, uh, as you would say, uh, very happy to hear what she was hearing. Uh, the contrary, she was uh, actually she. I think she did all everything in her power to, um, yeah, to, to. But somewhere she recognized that there was a relationship with, with, uh, uh, with the voice and with Jesus uh, as she was given this material, and she said, "Okay, I'm okay. Whatever this is, I I may not like it, but I'm I'm going to do it." And so she began to take down through a process of what she has called uh, inner dictation, 
uh, uh, there is a there's somewhere a, a tape around with her voice that I think the 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 foundation for inner peace they are the initial uh, uh, the one who initially published the Course in Miracles um, where she is actually explaining how that worked whether it was a, like in the form of what she called inner dictation that was you know not a process of words but it was like yet at the same time it was a form of understanding what she was saying she was taking it down uh she took it down in in a in in a, a stenography uh, notebooks and she took them she took what she wrote down to the office uh where she was working and bill thetford would uh type out what she had written and then she would read it back to him and they would, this is the way it would sort of happen for a period of seven years, actually. And, um, and it was, uh, and ha, ha, uh, Bill Fett was, was actually helping her to keep on track and, uh, you know, keeping encouraging him to do it. One of the, 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 the incredible things about the whole process, you might say, is that she, according to her own story, uh, she was able to um, to to stop uh, the dictation at a dime uh, and pick it up exactly where where she left off. It, she could say, "Well, I'm sorry, I have to cook, or I have to eat, or I have to do something else, or I have to go to the shop," uh, and it would just stop. And then when she was ready again, she would pick it up. She would pick it up, right and back it was where her. She was. Yeah, it was amazing, and she so it was her willingness. Uh, although she was reluctant at every juncture, uh, and the material, there was, I think, no point uh, that she actually agreed with anything. And I think that that made her probably the perfect scribe, because I believe, as Jesus told her, he said, listen, it doesn't really matter whether you accept it. Uh, I know that you will do it, and that you will perform your role as a scribe for this material to come uh, into the world. She sounds like the ultimate uh, conduit, so to speak. And yes. I think because she has the clinical background that that makes her the perfect person to do that um, because it, to me, um, it, it solidifies the fact that you've got this person during a time where metaphysical practices uh, are really not taken seriously or, um, you know, you, you'd be accused of maybe having some mental issues if you had told somebody right. that Jesus Christ is speaking through me and I'm transcribing it. I think, you know, in today's world, we can see that maybe with, uh, it's way more acceptable nowadays. You've got Esther and, you know, Jerry Hicks through Abraham. Um, so I feel like Helen kind of carved the way uh, for mediums and people that can work with ascended masters and, uh, you know, metaphysical entities that want to get messages through. So I think that's very strong and very poignant. And I think that had that happened to me, I probably would have had the same skeptic skepticism, even though I'm a metaphysical practitioner, because when you first start hearing messages from, say, the other side or from a different dimension, it can really, um, you know, kind of knock you off your pedestal, so to speak, like, who is this? And why are you talking to me? And, and what are the best first steps? If, if someone out there is not familiar or would like to get introduced to A Course in Miracles, what's that first step that they can do um, besides picking up the book? Where's a great 
I've got the books right here. Um, these yeah. are my copies. Those are the ones, the, the original uh, issues. Um, but nowadays, I mean, I'm the one that I'm carrying here is is a is a much different version. It's an okay. it's a, just one version. It's a bit uh, dog-eared, but um, the, there are various various versions around. Mm -hmm. You can uh, watch, look online, and you can. Uh, get uh, copies in your own language. The course, of course, in miracles to a large extent now is in the public domain. Okay. Uh, that's a whole different story. Uh, there's a lot of uh, material available. Uh, but when, if you get the book, the of course in miracles, whether you find the original that Kristen has, uh, the three uh, uh, parts, or just one uh, thing. Yeah, what I would. Um, uh, well, it's difficult to to recommend a particular thing because it's very individual how people uh, approach this uh, this uh, material. Uh, you use the word interpretation. I would say don't interpret. Uh, just let it uh, let whatever you read say what it says. Mm -hmm. It is. Um, it says somewhere that uh, you know it's either this course is either completely uh, accepted or not at all or uh, you know there's no really it is all true or none of it is true and so this is this is a so it's not about your interpretation your interpretation is probably going to be what the problem is you you don't want to interpret you want to experience you want to practice jesus says in the in the in the in the in the workbook uh, in the introduction to the workbook he said, whatever you do with this, you don't have to believe it, you don't have to accept it, you don't even have to like it, and you probably won't. Uh, most of the ideas, because they're very, uh, the uh, most of the ideas are completely opposite to what you now believe. Uh, uh, but don't, only if you just utilize the ideas, and I could point you to where it is, it's in the introduction of the, uh, to the workbook, uh, just practice them. Just apply the apply the ideas, uh, and that's actually the only thing that you're asked to do. So, uh, and then the question is, okay, where do you start? Okay, I told my own story uh, when I received the book. Uh, uh, we I recognized, okay, there's a workbook. There's something we can I can do. And it was the first time, actually, just going back to my own story that, uh, that my wife and I were, uh, my wife Nora and I were talking about this very often is when we discovered the book that we finally discovered something that we could do ourselves. We, uh, uh, we had been reading so much uh, spiritual books and everything about stuff and it was all about uh, lofty ideas and pies in the sky and uh, uh, energies and all that stuff. But here was something that you could actually do. You could actually practice your own. You didn't even have to go to uh, to an ashram to sit with uh, sit with a guru. You could just pick this up in the morning, uh, practice the lesson of the day, and take it to your office, where, where you, wherever you were going. And this is how it was for us. And this is how it still is for me. All, uh, every day I wake up with the book and I go to bed with the book. It's really with the lesson of the day. It's actually, so, um, uh, so, so I would say the workbook is a very good place to start because it begins to open your mind immediately for 
the theoretical uh, context that the that the text provides. The uh, for others, it's very different. They say will say, well, no, I'd like to start reading the the text, and and uh, you know, I'll I'll come to the workbook later on. Others uh, go go to the the teacher's manual, which is in itself an incredible document. Um, because it is a, it's written in a little bit more uh, easygoing way. It, the, it's you called it dense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It, it actually it's not dense. It's actually it's very light. It's it's completely light. But because you are so dense, you think it's dense. And this mm-hmm. is why, of course, your miracles is really the 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 the, the material will open up to you. Uh, and you will experience yourself as light because you are what light is. And uh, so, but but it, it is uh, very common for a lot of uh, new students who come to this to initially, when they open it up, and this is my experience too, you open it up, you read a sentence or a paragraph, or you try to read the whole book, as people try to do, like, okay, I'm beginning to read on page one, and then that's that's the worst thing I think you can do is to just try to read it as a book. But there are people who do it and with great success for themselves. I mean, and, and I think that's fine. There's no prescribed method for, for, for doing this. Uh, but uh, my experience, if you, if you, 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 I mean, sometimes there is one uh, paragraph that actually uh, leaves you completely dumbfounded and you just, stay there for a week as far as i'm concerned and think about it and integrate it and uh uh, uh contemplate it and meditate on it and whatever you know it, it it it's it's very it's very different i i now personally i'm doing a class in in dutch actually uh on youtube and i'm just reading uh, a section every every week and i just you know add my own uh, experiences to it and everything and you know that's a practice. It's it's uh, for whoever wants to do that. That's fine. Uh, so really, yeah, there's no wrong or right way to absolutely uh, not. read this. For me, I started with uh, the volume one because I thought I didn't know where else to start. Yeah, and uh, I started reading it, and it took me a few uh, pages to get into the messages and kind of know who the narrative uh, voice was. And then something really unique happened to me, Walter. I almost started channeling the words and I started reading it. I didn't, normally when I read, I am a silent reader. This uh, propelled me to read out loud. And I noticed that I was reading extremely fast, which (laughs) I was thinking, am I going to, you know, digest these words? But it was something that was very celestial, I think, that happened to me when I started reading it. So I know everybody has a different experience when going through the course. What, I was, what I'm always very much aware of, uh, and this is um, that, of course, in Miracles is actually uh, a, a mind, it's, it's really a mind training program. It's really a mind training program where you begin to train your mind to, uh, as, as this, uh, into to what it really is to 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 begin to discover what you really are and what everything around you actually is, mm-hmm. and in that sense, um, it, it it is not really 
like, okay, now we're on this spiritual path. It is really the denial of a spiritual path. It is really the end of the, of a spiritual path because it, it provides the answer to what you are. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, the, it provides you the, the, the escape me- mechanism of your own, uh, and that's, this may be very threatening as I say this, uh, because I'm lifting it up to where it really is in a particular way. Uh, like, okay, I'm going to lose myself. Uh, you know, I don't, I, I already know who I am, you know, don't come and tell me that this is not what I am. And yet this is what A Course in Miracles, um, this is what A Course in Miracles is presenting you with, with, with the, with the, and this is why people who come to The Course in Miracles somewhere have maybe asked the question, hey, there must be a better way. There must be another way than the way I am doing things right now or the world that I see. Uh, the world that I see around me is that actually, but am I really happy with the way uh, I look at everything. And I think for a lot of us uh, in Christian society who grew up, um, you know, with the dogma of the Bible and, um, you know, kind of having that ingrained to us that that is the only way. Um, I think that, well, if I was learning about this for the first time, letting people know that there is another way and letting people know that the message um, that has been given to us, this amazing, you know, wonderful message uh, is that uh, maybe, and, and obviously I'm not a master of A Course in Miracles, but from what I've gathered, um, the information in here is giving us the tools in order to step away from this conditioning over the last couple thousand years of this is how it has to be. And this is where your mind needs to be. And just because, you know, people have been doing it for the last, you know, uh, dozen decades <laughs> or, and longer doesn't necessarily mean that that's how we need to be thinking today. And I think that A Course in Miracles is a very liberating um, text. I think it's, uh, it's a message from somebody that we all know <laughs> put in a different context. And so even though maybe this doesn't make sense to a lot of people, if you get into the text or if you can open your mind and go there and know that other things are possible, I think that's a great awakening. Um, so Absolutely. Well, yeah. what I could do is I, I could take you, uh, I could really, uh, read quickly through the, uh, the, the introduction to A Course in Miracles. Sure. It says uh, this is a this is a required course. I mean, the, the idea that it's required is amazing. Mm-hmm. You could say, well, it doesn't mean what it says. No, it, it means exactly what it says. Only the time you take it is voluntary. Free will does not mean that you can establish the curriculum. It means only that you can elect what you want to take at a given time. So every time you come to it, it's up to you to take what you want to take but only at that time. There is in that sense no future or past. The future and the past are actually taken away from you in a particular way. The Course does not aim at teaching the meaning of love, for that is beyond what can be taught. Why? Because it's really what you are. It is really something that cannot be taught. Uh, but, you don't under, but you don't know what love is, so uh, this is why it has to be phrased in this way. You begin to really begin to experience what love really is. The idea that the that the condition 
that that uh, that a human is in is not one of uh, is the, is actually the antithesis of love. Okay, and, and what it really means. Okay, so the course does not aim at teaching the meaning of love, for that is what is beyond what can be taught. It does aim, however, at removing, and this is very important, and this is why that it is a practice, the blocks to the awareness of love's presence. It's the, it's the certainty that love is present all around, regardless of whether you are aware of it or not. And particularly, uh, it is uh, offering you, you could say, or you're, although, and I'm not talking to you, Kristen, I'm talking to your listener, to everyone who wants okay. to hear it. All of us, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that it, that it, uh, it actually, um, it removes the blocks to the awareness of love's presence. So it assumes that you're actually not aware of love's presence, mm-hmm. and, but that this course will help you to remove the blocks to that awareness. And then it says here, the opposite of love is, uh, and the love's presence, which is your natural inheritance. So you're naturally entitled to be aware of the presence of love all around you. The opposite of love is fear, but what is all-encompassing can have no opposite. And this is the key element in the whole Course in Miracles, is that the idea that fear that we all experience at some point is actually not the truth of what is is not, there is no truth in it. And you can say, well, yeah, but I experienced the fear. Absolutely, you do. But it doesn't make it true. Because the opposite of love is fear, and uh, what is all is all encompassing can have no opposite. That's a really reasonable statement. That if love is all encompassing, it cannot have an opposite. You could say, yeah, but the opposite of love is fear. Yeah, but fear would it, it is an experience that you have, but it's not necessarily the truth. And this is what you have to begin to discern in a way. Um, and then it says. Uh, uh, okay, that, that, that then it says, okay, this, sum, this course can be su- summed up very simply in this way. Nothing real can be threatened and nothing unreal exists. Herein lies the peace of God. And this is actually, this introduction sums it up beautifully um, because it is really like that, that nothing real can be threatened, nothing unreal exists. So in a nutshell, it actually says that every time that you feel threatened or, you know, that actually you, um, that you feel that you are actually nothing. That's what it actually says. That, and that there is another way to, to see yourself in which it's not like, oh, I'm something feeling threatened. It takes away the whole possibility that threat is possible and that God is a fact and nothing else uh, and and that god is the truth and nothing else is true and this is something that we all know on a very deep level very molecular level Absolutely. on a very molecular level and in in and, and the easiest way to express it would be and the course does this in and this is then the course does this in innumerable ways in all sorts of ways so that it can reach all those all those belief systems um, that you actually um, that that they that those belief systems begin to dissolve uh, into uh, uh, and you begin to recognize 
that what you thought was true was actually not true. Yeah. And that's what the whole practice is about, actually. Right. Right. That's a beautiful way to summarize it. And that introduction is very profound. And I think uh, just by re-listening, I, I, I haven't read the introduction in a long time. It reminds me of how important this book is and how and what these teachings yeah. really mean. So, Walter, I wanted to thank you so much for your time with us today. Um, before we leave, though, Walter is actually going to read um, a lesson from the workbook. It is yes. lesson number 264. I'm yeah. surrounded by the love of God. So, Walter, thank you, and thank you for leading us out with this wonderful message. Thank you, Kristen, and thank you for uh, having me here. And uh, for everyone here, this is lesson 265, I'm surrounded by the love of God. Father, you stand before me and behind, beside me, in the place I see myself and everywhere I go. You are in all the things I look upon, the sounds I hear, and every hand that reaches for my own. In you, time disappears, and place becomes a meaningless belief. For what surrounds your son and keeps him safe is love itself. There is no source but this, and nothing is that does not share its holiness that stands beyond your one creation or without the love which holds all things within itself. Father, your son is like yourself. We come to you in your own name today to be at peace within your everlasting love. My brothers, join with me in this today. This is salvation's prayer. Must we not join in what will save the world along with us? Lovely. Amen. Thank you, Walter. And thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Kristen. Thank